welcome to the Dewcast. I'm Jupiter, uh, and I'm here today with two of my good friends. One of them is Tyler. Say hello. Hello, Tyler. Good to meet you. How are you doing today, Tyler? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Talking about Scooby-Doo. Good to hear. Good to hear. All right. Uh, and I'm also here with Jason. Jason, say hello. Why, hello. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance, boys. Yes, we're, we've just <laughs> met for the first time today. Yes, uh, uh, nice to meet you. Uh, my name is Jason. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing great. Thanks wow. for having me. <laughs> Good to have you on. Good to have you on. And so, here's mine. Uh, for those of you who don't know, which is everyone, because this is the first episode, uh, we are doing a little uh, a rewatch podcast, if you will, uh, of every single piece of uh, video media that. S- uh, the Scooby-Doo franchise has ever put out. We are watching them in, according to air date, not according to the chron- chronology of the actual canon of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. We're watching them according to the date on which they aired. This is uh, yeah. Um, I think you left out that we're also going to be covering all forms of uh, uh, physical media that they released, books. Uh, no, we... I mean, all, all everything Scooby Doo we will be talking about at some point. Let's not, uh, if we... <laughs> let's not commit to too much here. No, yeah. you hear you heard it here first, <laughs> folks. We will read all of the expanded Scooby universe for your listening pleasure. Um, for context, I have a spreadsheet of every single uh, piece of Scooby Doo video media, and it has five hundred and eighty-six <laughs> items. Uh, so that is we... correct. Yeah, we will not be reading the books, unfortunately. We'll uh, there are th- there's also comics that we won't be reading. List <laughs> um, all the stuff we're not gonna do. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff there. Uh, we're not going to be reading the book I received as a gift as a uh, when I was a child, where they filled in a blank name with my name to make it seem like uh, I was hanging out with the Scooby-Doo gang. That's really good. Uh, that is not something we'll be covering. Uh-huh. I think that would put you in the canon of Scooby-Doo. Yeah, Jupiter. I, I think this is our time to Scooby-Doo write canon. you and the Doo cast officially into the Scooby-Doo canon. Wow. First episode, folks, is a really groundbreaking uh, uh, podcast we have here. Going back over what we just said, though, we will not be covering that book. <laughs> I am not canon, uh, and that we will not be covering me. Anyway, on to the actual. Uh, no, no video games. Uh, oh wait, the ones I, that are I in will the volunteer show. to uh, Twitch stream all of the Scooby Doo video games. All right, if, uh, everyone uh, listens to this. Good to know. Good to know. Make sure you make sure you give us a plug when you uh, when you do that. Of course. Yeah, the fans all right. want to know. Hypothetically. Uh, so today's episodes, uh, the first two episodes released chronologically are What a Night for a Night and Hassle in the Castle. That's September 13th, 1969, and then September 20th, 1969, from the critically acclaimed series Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Yes. The original series. A classic. Truly a classic. I mean, what more can you say about the series other than... Uh, it really raised a generation, honestly. Yeah. It did. It did. I think it really brought Hannah and think... Barbara to uh, new new ventures, really. In so, animation. so Hannah Barbera like made this 
The original? Yes, Joseph Barbera and William Hanna did oh. direct these two episodes. Okay. And yes. all the episodes of the original. Okay. Yeah, uh, so let the, I guess we'll just jump right in with What a Night for a Night, written by Ken Spears and Joe Ruby. Classic classic Spears episode right here. Honestly, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, they, they did a lot of the early episodes, uh, and it shows, you know? Mm-hmm. It's got Ruby written all over it. Yes. Yeah, I, could, I, I see the Spears influence, though, honestly. Uh, I mean, the frog on the nose gag? Classic Ruby. You're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, yeah, the frog on the nose gag. So, obviously, this episode opens uh, with a little bit of backstory that we get to see that the gang know nothing about. Where uh, this guy is driving a pickup truck, uh, and then a suit of armor falls out of the back. Uh, and then, you know, its eyes glow for some reason. That is an unexplained event, uh, but, you know. Well, it's the full Scooby- moon. Mm. Right, yeah, of course. Everybody knows during a full moon. Suits of armor and werewolves, their worlds collide. Mm-hmm. And they rise. Of course, of course. Up, as gamers do. Right, so... Uh, the, the frog gag, as we mentioned earlier. <laughs> the frog on the nose gag. This is important because it, it's one of the first scenes we see that establishes character for Scooby. Scooby is immediately established as a dog. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, that's important. And he has, he has certain dog-like traits, uh, including chasing small animals. Vicious, uh, bloodthirsty behavior, as we all know Scooby-Doo. Yeah, is to, a tea. is to a T. Yeah, uh, let's let's see. Um, so that culminates uh, in them discovering the uh, the fallen uh, suit of armor that fell out of that truck we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, they night. find it in a truck. He's driving yes. it. Probably he was out driving out. the truck out for a night, as some would say. Can, can we assume that the night has taken? the man out of the car uh i believe no we are meant to assume that okay do you think that man is okay or is this the first canonical death in, in fact, the scooby-doo universe i think that man might have been professor jameson hyde white oh really according uh, to that our official scooby-doo fandom.com wiki mm-hmm. that was in fact Hyde White's pickup truck. My god. Of the two vehicles in that episode. So, Um, he staged the whole thing? No, no, no. No. Oh, you'd think so. Yeah. He is one of the two suspects. Oh, yes. Of course. The suspects. So, let's let's go ahead. This isn't a... Spoilers, obviously. uh, In case you didn't realize. But, ultimately, uh, we discover Hyde White was kidnapped... And hidden inside uh, a display in the museum that this uh, piece of armor was being delivered to, mm-hmm. um, which is used as a red herring. The, the display's eyes move throughout the episode, mm-hmm. uh, and you later discover that it was just Hyde White who was kidnapped and trapped in there for yes. an unclear amount of time. Let's talk about At this weird chronology days. real mm-hmm. quick. Maybe so they arrive the day they arrive the day after the full moon, and they return on another full moon. Yes, having 
only been gone maybe two days. Mm-hmm. Maybe even it less. does. Yeah, it it makes you wonder. Uh, how does the moon work in Scooby Doo canon? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and what was his plan to hide his secrets if, you know, people came on a day that didn't have a full moon? How would I, he I... keep them from finding, you know? That is a good point. The professor. Because that's like his goal, yeah. Well, I mean, he could just wear the Black Knight suit anytime. It's not like he... Sure, only... but, like, he made this whole fucking story about it only happening on full moons. Yeah, it only happens so... on full like... moon. I feel like he would have <laughs> just said, fuck it, it's at that point, don't you think? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, a suit of armor is a suit of armor. You can, you can get so much mileage out of that. Absolutely, absolutely. Mr. Wickles, quite despicable. So they bring they bring this suit of armor that they found in the in the pickup truck to Mr. Wickles, uh, and uh, while they're doing that, um, Scooby Doo is uh, following some people that were like delivering the the uh, the suit inside, and he finds some like jeweler's glasses to like look yeah. close at stuff, mm-hmm. uh, Not just and he jewelers. just he also be used by an archaeologist. Of Remind course, you of anybody? Of course. Oh, Professor Hyde White. The, arch- the professor of archaeology in London, of England. That's we all right. know him. We all love we him. All know him. Yes, a good man, a good man. He, uh, so Scooby just yoinks these glasses. He, uh, he, he steals them from the museum. Uh, and they, uh, you know, obviously it becomes important that he did. Uh, because they lead them to uh, suspect Professor Hyde White. Uh, since... He, the glasses appear to be both English and used in archaeology, mm-hmm. uh, which are related to Professor Hyde White, because he is an English professor of archaeology. Mm-hmm. A keen clue. Critical to this case. Absolutely. We also get uh, a classic scene as they make this discovery, where they are all like circled around a book, mm. and they look straight up at the camera in a kind of terrifying way. And uh, this scene was so important, it ended up in the intro. Oh. One of the many intro scenes we will be getting in this series. We will be talking about all intro scenes, unless, of course, we miss some. Yeah, that's our plan. <laughs> all right, so they read this book, uh, and then they, they want to sneak into the museum to do some, uh, some oh, sleuthing yes. without anyone knowing about it because i i guess mr wickles is already on their list they yeah. don't really talk about it He's but they the clearly don't want person him. they've known of so far that exists in the world and they're already yes. suspicious of him i mean wouldn't you be suspicious of the only people in the world outside yes. of your own little group if there was just like another person outside of it i'd definitely be suspicious of that person yeah fear strangers all right now that we've established uh, a good <laughs> motto <laughs> uh, oh, we, we get some interesting uh, character establishment with Shaggy, oh. uh, as he is described as the... Uh, the best the, gymnast. Yeah, the best gymnast in school. Uh, so we get two things here. We get two really important things. One, uh, the gang is in school, apparently. Mm-hmm. We don't know if this is high school or college, though I suspect high school. I um, think Shaggy could get into college. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is a fair that is a well, strong maybe, point actually. Maybe he got in uh maybe he got in on a um a gymnastic scholarship. I mean, he's <laughs> the best gymnast they have. How are they adhering to the school's schedule whilst uh, you know I mean it could be going summer. on these things. I, I, I guess. I guess. There's a lot of time in summer to just go around in a van. There is. Yeah. They do just You're drive right. around. Well, they so they must at least be sixteen or something, right? Because yes, they can drive. Yes, yes. at least Freddy. They have a 16. car. Or yeah, is he even Freddy? What do we know about this guy? Right, what do we know right. about this guy? That, uh, the, uh... I'll tell you what we know about this guy. So far, nothing. We do not even have his name in the first episode of Scooby Doo. We never hear Fred's name. Uh, and actually, in the uh, original screen screenplay for the episode, uh, he's in fact referred to as Ronnie, uh, Ronnie. not Fred. That's Could right, you everyone. imagine? If we were talking about Scooby, Shaggy, Velma, Daphne, and Ronnie, what a hell that I would universe not want to must live be in the like. Ronnie universe. It sounds <laughs> awful. It sounds truly terrible. Uh, oh, another important important thing we almost skipped over uh, mm. with regard to this gymnastic scene. They pull a ladder out oh. of oh, the mystery shaggy, machine. Shaggy ass up. <laughs> yeah, I was referring to the mystery machine, which fits a ladder, which is twice the length of the mystery machine. <laughs> it's a very yes. big ladder. So we get Shaggy ass out uh, yeah, immediately he's ass after up, this. Ass up, yes. ass up, yeah. He climbs up the ladder, he sticks his ass out, and they put a jack under the ladder, which gives him just enough height to mm. then jump into a tiny right window. In. Yes, he because says, as we all know, Shaggy right is the skinniest, in. so he climbs up the ladders. Of course, of course. Alright, so... Uh, the the rest of this episode, uh, except of course the very end, uh, mm-hmm. happens in this after hours museum. Uh, there's an awful lot of property damage going on. Uh, they destroy several uh, presumably priceless paintings. Oh yeah. They, uh, they destroy a First World War biplane. Mm-hmm. The biplane. Yeah. Sh- the biplane. Should we talk about this? What's a little... The biplane. It had fuel. It was gassed up. It was ready to go. Yeah. And it Uh, did. It went. (laughs) Assumably better than the actual, you know, model. It went better than any plane I've ever seen. I couldn't fly a plane indoors. (laughs) I mean, Shaggy Rogers and Scooby-Doo... just an absolute dynamic duo with regard to piloting, famously. Okay, yeah, you you are correct about that. Shaggy's the boatman, or not Shaggy. Fred's the boatman. Shaggy well. is the plane. Shaggy and Scooby. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, as well. we all know, this uh, character trait is inspired by Woodstock from yeah. the famous uh, from the know, children's cartoon uh, Aqua Team hum- Hunger Force. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course, of, of course. course. <laughs> anyway, let's let's discuss uh, the actual evil plan of the episode. So, yes. uh, Mr. Wickles, the curator, was uh, 
creating forged. yeah he was he was creating forgery paintings forged paintings uh and then selling the actual paintings on the black market Ooh. he was smuggling those him and he had several accomplices uh on the museum staff that were involved in this oh. uh he was doing this in a secret room that was inside one of the Egyptian sarcophaguses. Yes. Yes. Um, what do you think that room was used for before? Probably just a storage room. Yeah, just yeah. storage. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, definitely think... nothing more interesting you could do in a room inside an Egyptian sarcophagus. I think it's I important to note, though, that the name Wiggles might be familiar to those who are fans of the live-action Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. Because this is the same Wickles, Jeremiah Wickles, of Wickles Manor, of course. Of course. Of course. The Black Knight We all Ghost. remember that scene. We all remember it. it, it he is an iconic character. Really, uh, uh... He was in jail with Jonathan Jacobo. He was. Right, right. The Flying Ghost. Yes, we'll, we'll get to him later. Oh, much, much later. Much, much later. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, of course, of course. Of course. So, uh, let's talk about the the end gag of the episode. Um, after they've captured Wickles, the Black Knight suddenly shows back up. But who is it? Who who's under the helmet? Who's, who is it? It's Scooby Doo, and they all <laughs> laugh. And ah! uh, yeah, my my. Daphne and Velma the, uh, cackle maniacally. They do. There's some important things. We have one classic disguise. From Scooby. He's a portrait artist. Yes. He does a little painting. Reading the Wikipedia page. <laughs> of course. <laughs> other other things. <laughs> of course, at the wiki lists. There are no traps in this episode. There are no traps in this episode. How but crazy is that? We have a four zoinks rides. count. Four zoinks this episode. And two Scooby snacks. And drives. Shaggy does his famous ventriloquism bit. Knocks oh. him dead. I, I love the ventriloquism bit. It happens all the time. We're constantly reminded of the very useful skills Shaggy has. He's a gymnast <laughs> and a ventriloquist, and that and comes in handy often. And a pilot. And a pilot, but we'll get to that later. Oh, wait, no. We've already gotten to no, that. No, we've gotten to that. Early. My God. All right. I uh, think. I... Oh. Sorry, go on, Jason. Sorry, I saw something. I saw someone named Chicken Stein in the Wikipedia list, and it just goes on. So I'm not even going to talk about that. We don't have to talk All about right. Chicken Stein right now. Good. You We're can cut not this out if you'd like. We heard so early for Chicken Stein. <laughs> uh, the case involving the. Oh right. Okay. Because like, they say this is their first, you know, case. Yeah. But we all know it was Chicken Stein in a pup named Scooby Doo. Of course it was Chickenstein. Of course it was Chickenstein. Right, right. Uh, I will note that Chickenstein is not the first episode released uh, chronologically, so uh -huh. yeah. that will not be the first episode we are getting to. I believe right. that may be a flashback episode where they remember their first uh, mystery. We'll, uh, we'll see for ourselves okay. when we get there, I suppose. Yeah, that's uh, Okay, so Jupiter's read the whole you know, paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> of what I, uh, I refuse to, you know, delve into. Shouts oh, out to are, the Scooby-Doo you... wiki again. Uh, I would like to note, I did not read the paragraph and just uh, guess. Jupiter so is that's correct. just a psychic. <laughs> well, what, do we, what do we think about this episode? 
Um, uh, it's the first ever episode what's of the... Scooby-Doo. Mm. Yes. I would say for what it's done for, um, for the country, for the, mm-hmm. world, for the world, and for the universe in which we live, I can't give it fewer than four and a half Scooby snacks. Out of? Mm. Out of five. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I give this episode two Scooby snacks. The plot was contrite. Um, although it is the first one to do many iconic, you know, scenes, it didn't do them the best. You know, I think I think this is an overall terrible episode of Scooby Doo. Harsh wow. critic. Yep. Tyler. Hmm. Uh, what do you feel on on the Mm-mm. episode? Mm-mm. Uh oh, you you won't say, will you? Um, well, would would you do it for a Scooby snack? <laughs> uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. I get this episode <laughs> a four out of five Scooby snacks. I think four oh. the time. This is classic Scooby Doo. Okay. Incredible. Now, it it was just introducing them to the formula, I suppose. I mean, it they didn't need to go hard so in much. the very first one. I mean, do we, we and, didn't even talk about the no you know, glasses it was, bit. It, it was a stepping stone. Was, oh, the glasses bit. Velma's no glasses bit. Of course. Of course. This is the first the recorded no one. no glasses. This is the first one. Like, come on. It there sets there up are a so lot many. of firsts in this episode. It sets us up for so much. For the future of the entire series. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm changing my review for the first time. <laughs> I'm giving yeah. the episode a three Scooby Snacks out of five. Three out of five. Yeah. You heard it here wow. first. Three out of five. Right in the middle. You know what? I'll I'll accept that. You can you can give it that rating and I won't complain. Hell yeah. Alright. Moving right, right along. Episode one of Scooby Doo. Okay. So s- some of you uh so Here's a little part uh, where we need some clarification, perhaps. Uh, I have made it, uh, our watch list in chronological order according to release. Some of you trying to watch along may be confused as the next episode listed in most lists is a clue for Scooby-Doo. Uh, however, that episode actually aired two weeks after the first episode, whereas between then, Hassel and the Castle aired... Uh, this discrepancy uh, was probably generated because a clue for Scooby-Doo is the next episode, chronologically speaking, according to the universe. However, we have decided to watch this chronologically according to release date because it's much easier. <laughs> and it, if we were doing it in timeline order, we would, of course, be watching a pop name Scooby-Doo first. Of course, yeah. of course. Of, of course. course. It gets really complicated with the Scooby-Doo canon. The Scooby-Doo U is uh, vast and never-ending. Oh, it's a very extended U. It's almost a W, yeah. honestly. Wow, You're incredible. Right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Anyway, as I said, uh, we are now discussing Hassle in the Castle. Hassle in the Castle. A far superior episode. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Wow, a bold claim right from the start. Episode. So let's let's talk about how how we're introduced to this episode. 
Uh, the gang is out on a boating trip, right? Mm-hmm. They're in a boat. Freddy's driving. Immediately we learn Freddy can drive a boat. How did he get it? Right. Who bought He's it? He's the money for boy. Him? He he is the money boy. They're all very wealthy people. They are they? Yes, like uh, in like in later iterations, we discover Daphne is related to like people who own a castle in Scotland. Re- oh, Freddy yes, yes. Is this Freddy is related to like political wealth? Okay. Uh, Shaggy and Scooby are both related to a um, a rich scientist. I don't know if we discover that prior to Shaggy and Scooby to get a clue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but are they but, getting money from that rich scientist? Uh, these, I, I have to believe, based on what we see of these characters, that they are incredibly wealthy because they, uh, they have infinite resources and they, they never work. Shaggy was working at like an airport in the movie. The movie is not canon, okay? <laughs> the movie is in the only canon. <laughs> We could argue about what is and isn't canon Scooby-Doo all day. Yeah. And we'd never come to a consensus. No. You're absolutely correct, which is why we will move on with the events of (laughs) Hassle in the Castle. (laughs) Yes, Uh, of course. (laughs) We we soon discover uh, not only can Freddy drive a boat, he can drive a boat poorly as (laughs) they are marooned on an island. Freddy decided the foggiest night in the longest Hold time. on. I won't I won't let you slander. I won't let you slander Freddy cuz it wasn't foggy when they started boating. They specifically uh. state at the start of the episode uh it was not foggy when they went out for boating and the fog came around. They do this whole gag with Velma explaining how it got foggy so quickly and uh Freddy saying, "You're a fucking nerd." And then you know, the thing with the sandwich happens. We've all been there. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I I want to I want to put something out there. Where were these guys boating? Why? They're not like out looking for this castle, which is like an obvious place for them to go cuz they're the mis- they're mystery incorporated. I have Absolutely. A little, I mean, a but fan theory. Mhm. Freddy is just a bored rich teenager. Right. And he takes his friends out on these little adventures purposefully. Ah. Uh, okay. He knew where Haunted Isle was. And he okay. was headed straight for it. Yeah. You know what? He You're wanted them to right. get marooned there. And he crashed into that that landmass without That way he hesitation. could build his little traps and be the hero that he's always wanted to be. That you're you know what? You're entirely correct. That's exactly what yeah. happened here. That sounds entirely plausible, except it's not <clears throat> oh. because that would mean their friendship is based on a lie and that <laughs> is obviously not true. I guess we'll see. All right. All right. Moving on with the episode. Wait, uh, hold on. Uh, never mind. Go on. All right. Jason changed his mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, uh, so as after they land on the island, uh, Scooby follows after a moving piece of paper, which we discover is a crab holding a map, mm-hmm. and uh, the crab attacks Scooby, pinches him, stretches his, its nose to like 20 times its size, mm-hmm. and Come then on. forces him to dance by snipping at his feet. Yes. Uh, 
however, Scooby does ultimately receive the map from this crab. Uh, the map which... I don't remember what was on the map part, but it did have a warning uh, on it that said, Danger, leave Haunted Isle. Mm-hmm. A very good... Very good advice. Yeah, and we all know that uh, the crab snapping at his feet was a direct reference to Crab Rave. Yes, of course. Of course. Crab Rave, the gif from... 1969. Mm-hmm. The original Crab Rave. The original you might Crab say. Rave. <laughs> I would say Crab Rave is a reference to this Scooby-Doo episode, actually. Some could say that, yeah. It's hard to tell. You know, I'm sure Crab Rave will not date this episode of the podcast at all. And mm-hmm. that will be relevant forever. Crab Rave is already dated. <laughs> Do you really want to date the episode? <laughs> all right. Today is... Is coronavirus... Uh, coronavirus crab rave. Day 27 of... Soinks! Not the coronavirus. Wow, you've actually dated it. Uh, Tyler, <laughs> cut that out. I'm cutting it out. It's going to be one long censored sound. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about some of the gags we get in this episode. Okay. And, so many good gags. And, all right, so here's this scene... Uh, Shaggy is terrified. He says, I wish I had a ha- ham sandwich to calm my- myself down, or whatever he says. I-, I-, I didn't write down the quote. He wishes for a sandwich, and then a ham sandwich appears next to him, floating in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, this <laughs> yes. is a very polite uh, ghost. Okay. We-, we should say, uh, this is the first ever indication that there is, in fact, magic in the Scooby-Doo universe. Like, real, legitimate magic, not not just illusions. I don't care how good of a magician you are, you cannot make a ham sandwich that fast. I think it's important to note that uh, Freddy is well-versed in the arcane. Oh, yeah. The magic card. Uh, what did I miss? Uh, <laughs> I, the, I don't know how much of... I, I, uh, I briefly was dropped from the discord you can cut this out (laughs) uh freddy is uh well versed in the arcane uh upon getting onto a magic carpet uh he recites some ancient words and that carpet knows just what to do his first is to say ali go oop ali go of course we all know immediately makes a carpet start flying yes well, we don't all know that. Only someone who has a deep, intimate knowledge of the arcane would even, like, you know, come close course, to learning course. those words. However, I will note that the end of this episode clarifies that all floating tricks in the episode were done using wire. So that, mm. the floating sandwich was wire. Floating the mustard. carpet was mm. wire. The mm. mustard was wire. The saw blade <laughs> that cut Shaggy in half. So, <laughs> Freddy's just bullshitting right there. He, hmm. Perhaps. Another reason why Freddy might have set this whole thing up. You, you monster. How However, is there is another scene. There is another scene in this episode which does suggest the existence of the arcane in which Scooby pulls a rabbit from a hat hmm. accidentally. Uh, He then checks the hat, and there are no rabbits inside. Uh, He performs a few other tricks, but I don't see how that could have been done with just 
wires and mirrors and a fancy light projector, like uh, like it's suggested by the end of the uh, the episode. I think we need Penn and Teller on this one. We yeah. absolutely need Penn and Teller. I will get in touch with them immediately. I want to I want to know what they think about all the magic in this episode. Quote unquote. All right, all right. Let's <laughs> let's let's cover a few more things. So they, uh, they try to tackle the phantom after they make it into this. Uh, this oh yes, this... tackling the phantom. Yeah, uh, they pass through him. He is uh, a ghost, as it would seem. Uh, quite quite mysterious. Uh, they then find a key which reads second passage of the old bell which allows them to enter the catacomb in the basement well it's not just a key it's a really big key it is a really large key comically large really unnecessary fellas i think we're ignoring something really important let us know what it is I, i i i am reading over my notes here and it's becoming more and more evident that uh shaggy rogers in fact not Shaggy Rogers. Cut this out, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah, just... just... All right. You're just not um, gonna... Okay. We did, in fact, miss one one gag in this uh, that is quite important. Uh, uh, yes, Shaggy... we did. Uh, Freddy disrespecting <laughs> Velma on a very personal level. Care to elaborate? Uh, yes, at the very beginning of the episode. Uh... When she says the smart stuff. Yes, she says the smart stuff. And uh, Freddy just undermines her as a person immediately. Uh, I I think if you listen to the recording, Jason, you'll remember that I did mention that, actually. So Fantastic. I have nothing to contribute to this podcast. Wow, I'm surprised you forgot about Weed Shaggy. Weed Shaggy. Oh, my God. We've forgotten about Weed Shaggy. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, this is your area of expertise. Uh, this is the first episode in which Shaggy Rogers is revealed to smoke fat doobies, um, the fattest, pound some uh, uh, thick bowls. Ladies and gentlemen, Shaggy Rogers smokes weed. To clarify, the gag is. Uh, Somebody describes the whole gang as lost in a fog, and Shaggy responds with, uh, did you ring? Or you rang? Or some shit like that. And as we all know, people who smoke marijuana, uh, there is cloud imagery, uh, that... Cut that out, Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of cutting here. You're, oh, there's gonna be a lot of cuts in the final edit of this. Uh, oh, yes. there is. Um, but Lots yeah, of fun uh, Sha- Shaggy Rogers, um, weed. Uh, yeah. If Sha- if you didn't know, uh, there are more. I couldn't have said it better right, myself. Let's, let's jump through a few of these important bits uh, in the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, so. We haven't even talked about uh, Scooby's classic routine. The fake oh. wounded routine? Oh! Oh, of the course. Fake wounded routine. It's in the theme song. Oh. Pretending you've got a sliver. He's got he does a his, sliver. 
He does not pretend he has a sliver in this episode. He does a few. He pretends he's sick in one part, yeah, and he, he pretends sneezes. he's injured in another part. But he does not pretend he has a sliver at any point in this episode. But uh, he says, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. And as yes. we all know. <laughs> that, that is his classic <laughs> catchphrase. Right next to saying his own name is his classic Yoshi cry. Oh, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> <laughs> he he of course uh ultimately does away with the act when he is offered food because he is a dog yes we have to remember that scooby despite his very manlike appearance is a dog of course no matter how course. many little fake mustaches they put on him you know he does Which they do din. in this episode he does john wayne <laughs> let's not forget scooby-doo's incredible john wayne impression of course yeah, racism he didn't and want homophobia to do included. Uh, one of not the first, but one of many uh, non politically correct uh, moments of Scooby Doo. <laughs> it's yeah. an old show, everyone. We need to, uh, you know, there will understand be... <laughs> that the times were different. <laughs> yeah, it's different is one way to put it. Racist is the other way. <laughs> This is John Wayne's first. This is John Wayne's first appearance in the Scooby Doo universe. Until uh, the Scooby Doo show. Manifesting himself through the spirit of Scooby Doo. In the Scooby Doo show later, it mm. says here on the Scooby Doo wiki a ghost imitating parrot asks Shaggy if he wants to do John Wayne next. So, the Scooby Gang are probably John Wayne fans. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Interesting, interesting to note. <laughs> All right, uh, so let's just let's wrap this one up. So are we wrapping it up? We are the the, the, uh, the uh, we didn't even talk about oh. Fritz Trap. Yeah, we, I by wrap up. I mean, this talk the about the trap. rest of the episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're not talking about John Wayne anymore. <laughs> Why not? Dude? So I had a whole thing about John with. Wayne. Yeah, dude. Like I've written a paper about John Wayne specifically. I had this like, whole bit where I was gonna do his John Wayne thing, but no, it's okay. Yeah, no. Me and Tyler rehearsed it for a while. His John I was Wayne thing. Be the ghost John Wayne, and <laughs> Tyler's gonna be the Scooby John Wayne. That was a visual gag, if y'all will remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it was gonna be audio visual. Yeah, you were gonna be silent for through the sheer like... power of podcast. We were gonna show which one was which john wayne incredible no, plan let's talk about his mouse trap let's talk about fred's big thing oh, better than fred's a mouse trap big plan what we all know he brought them to that island for his big mouse trap i don't like how against still don't trust you guys him. he's got he's got a lot of work don't to trust do him to get my don't trust. trust him he did say We're he thinks coolsville sucks he did say he, he said that coolsville sucks on the news, even? On, on the news. The news. It, Completely disgusting. unedited. <laughs> I just I not know what to think. All right. So he, he sets the first trap of the, of the entire franchise, which is a ridiculous mouse trap, which does not work. Uh, it catches Scooby instead of the ghost. However, Scooby then falls on the ghost uh, and... Yeah. Make this time, him. however, it's a real person. Yeah. Rather than whatever the first ghost was. Mm -hmm. It was a projection using a fancy weird mirror and lights and stuff. 
it's not really explained, but that's all we get. Well, yep. the thing Are is... Are you guys a little uh, upset we didn't get some closure on the whole Conquistador's treasure? Are you kidding? We found a gopher, which is the real yeah. treasure this whole time. That was Vasquez's only treasure. Hmm. Was his pet gopher. Hmm. Of course. Right. And of course, we have to give a shout out to Bluestone the Great for being probably the most talented magician to ever protect a treasure that he never found. Almost certainly. I mean, the ham sandwich bit, sawing Shaggy in half, and having a dummy of Shaggy. It was impressive. Another reason that indicates Freddy was in on it. How did they have a exact Shaggy replica? Unless... Freddy knew he was throwing his bitch ass inside of it. Uh, might, might I suggest that they created it after they arrived on the island? Hmm. You may, but... <laughs> I don't know about you, but I've tried to make a mini a Shaggy Dummy, and they've never looked half as good as that one. I've seen Tyler Shaggy Dummies, and he's been at it for quite some time. None of them even compare. I do not believe that this man could have created them in that time frame. Who knows? In essence, proving Freddy's guilt. Who knows? Because Bluestone's going to be in prison forever, and we'll never get to know how he did it. You're right. That's exactly correct. Because all Scooby-Doo uh, villains go to jail forever. All right, let me introduce something to you uh, that's very important that we totally mm. missed in, our, in our, uh, our, our own viewing, but that is listed here in the wiki. Uh... This is the first instance of weird Scooby-Doo doors that lead to oh. random places for no reason. Oh. A classic guy. Oh, was that the uh, changing room? It was. It was the um, the scene where there's two doors next to each other, and Velma yes. goes in one and it comes out the other, and it's it's yeah. 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 Obviously, th that becomes a real uh, a real you know a staple in the series. Yeah. You get. More doors than that, typically, but this is the first time. You know, they're just they're just figuring it out. Mm -hmm. You gotta—it's baby steps, you know. Nobody started just like sprinting. You gotta like take little steps. And uh, I think it's important to just uh, you know go over the miscellaneous details of this episode. <laughs> yeah, let's look at uh, some disguises. Scooby disguised himself as a human. Uh, that that was the big one of the episode. Yeah, the John Wayne impression. Uh, there was one Scooby-Doo door, as uh, Jupiter was talking about a moment ago. Uh, Scooby-Doo snack bribes. There are three in this one, as opposed to the two in the previous episode. And ladies and gentlemen, we got one whole zoinks in this episode. Zoinks! Zoinks! Shaggy's really holding back on the zoinks on this one. He was. Uh, not Not the scariest episode for Shaggy, even though... You know, some crazy shit was going down. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> All right. I think that about does it for this first episode of the Dewcast. Oh, wait. Hold on. Uh, another important detail. Uh, the uh, skull in the episode says, sorry. Oh, yeah, the talking skull. Yep. How could we forget? Did uh, we forget it or did we not mention it because we didn't like it? Well, I liked it. I just didn't remember it. Which oh. isn't a great sign. 
<laughs> All right. Tyler, so, Jason. Well, we didn't even review the episode. Like, yeah, that was I was I was that was oh. what I was about to ask you. <laughs> I was going to ask you what you think of the episode. <laughs> well, then go right ahead. Uh, All right. Uh, Tyler, Jason, uh, Tyler first, of course. I'll what go first do you think? What do you think of the episode? Now, Hassel in the Castle, I'm going to have to give this one another four out of five. I think, I think they've got a strong formula here, and I'm interested to see where they go with this. I'm thinking this might be a good, this might be a good series. All right, and Jason? Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I thought this was a great episode. I'm going to give it a solid, uh, four, four out of five. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, what's keeping it from being that perfect, uh, Scooby-Doo episode is it doesn't exactly, uh, you know, scientifically explain everything that's going on, uh, including that everything's magic. I will allow that. Um, that's fine. But, like, things like the, uh, you know, projector with the ghost. You can't just, like, shine a light on a dude reflected in a mirror and make it appear somewhere else. Especially with, not with that level of detail. Um, so yeah, no, this one, this one loses a point for that reason and that reason alone. Otherwise, a, a flawless episode. Incredible. Uh, so my, my rating for this, I feel no need to rock the boat. I think a four out of five is in order. I think uh, this episode establishes some more of the, the classic tropes we expect to see in a Scooby-Doo episode, and I, uh, I'm, it makes me excited to, uh, to continue this rewatch. All right. All right, gang. So uh, let's wrap yeah. things up. Maybe we should uh, split up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'll take Daphne. You take Scooby and Shaggy and Velma. Okay. And wait, I'm also ones. taking Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> Who do I Jason take? Jason gets no one. You get Scrappy. Uh, I get, uh, oh, I get Scrappy. Can we, the van. can we cut this bit? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're keeping the bit in. This is... uh, all right, gang, this has been the Dewcast. Soinks! <laughs>